growing up with a cane pulled in his hand. Like a food tram sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, arrive. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. We call it home every Sunday morning. Live right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, 7 to 9 a.m. or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. Cody Ryan and Beefsteak are not in the house. They are in the deer stand. This is opening weekend of rifle season here in the state of Texas. It's a national holiday here in the Lone Star State. So just so you know that, um, everybody is allowed to be off work and in the deer stand. Lots of course, of, if lots you, of little dead deer on the ground this morning. Oh my goodness gracious. Or big dead deer. Hopefully big dead deer. So I wonder, I wonder if, you know what? I wonder if... And... This is the queen, oh, Mrs. Graney. You're sweet. Um, I wonder <laughs> if there is less meat being bought at grocery stores like over the next. I wonder if it affects that as our hunters are out hunting. Like is the meats, do the meat sales go down? Interesting thought, Mrs. Graney. For us at our house, I don't think the meat purchasing goes up or down. Well, because I don't usually ever buy once in a great while like usually when you're out of town i'll go and buy a steak and cook it and then you bust me because i never eat the whole thing and then you come home and you're like what is this this?" and you i think it's hilarious i wonder if any other women experience this but you like are throw a tantrum and won't eat it you're like (laughs) no i'm like oh my god you've got to be kidding me like if I buy a roast from the store, why are you buying a roast from the store? When you got roast in the freezer. Well, sometimes there's certain particular meats that I, when it's just this block. You can't tell the difference between a deer roast when I cook it in the crock pot or a beef roast. I know, but sometimes there's just slabs of meat in the freezer that I don't know what they are. And then I'm like, oh, just throw I don't know any. How to cook it. You can take any meat out of our freezer and put it in the crock pot with salt and pepper. And 12 hours later, you'll be licking I'm, the, I'm your forehead trying to get every little piece of juice <laughs> that might have splashed around <laughs> but anyways i'm, I'm curious there was, <clears throat> there was ever a study done that the meat sales go down 
Okay, don't don't do a study, but I'm just wondering. No, I, I do. Somebody go out there and do a study. Hey, shout out to all those folks getting ready for church today, all the setup teams, yes. everybody that's setting up the parking lots, making coffee, stacking chairs. Uh, shout out to the pastors that are driving to church. Hey, you know you know the guys that aren't going to be there today. It's you're not surprised. You know who your guys are. <laughs> what I oh, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. But I want to tell you that those guys ought to be doing ministry if they are out of the church today because they're at a deer camp. They're deer hunting. They ought to be doing a hunting and fishing ministry in your church for the fatherless boys Ooh, in the neighborhood good, around you. Good leading. And we want to encourage you, Pastor, to look at kidsoutdoorzone.com. It is one of the best ministry opportunities for men who love the outdoors that you can offer them in your church. This will get the men off the back row. They're good men. They're good men. They, they, they're good soldiers. They stack the chairs. They do what they're supposed to do. But, man, you want to talk about giving them something that brings them to life? Mm-hmm. You, want to, you want to raise up an army of men in your church? Look at Kids Outdoor Zone. Get some of your guys. Find a champion in your church and get them going on that. Um, we're here with you to help you all the way through that. Train them up. We give them the curriculum. It doesn't take anything. It doesn't add anything to your plate. It just gets your men fired up. And uh, that's right. Get them serving and getting them doing the things that, make, like you said, make them come alive. We've seen it over and over and over again. <clears throat> and then training up these young men that would not normally have somebody or that don't have somebody maybe that would is teaching in those skills and they can't go fill the freezer because they don't know what well i mean what's the value of a of a man taking a half a saturday a month and sitting with the fatherless boys or the fathers and sons in your church right and those guys sitting around uh the men teaching the boys how to change a tire on a car right or how to use a pocket knife Right. Or how to go fishing? How to? I mean, those are all how things. To orient, how to find their way around uh, with a compass? With a compass and just things like that. It's not always the hunting and the fishing, but just spending time in the outdoors, learning about the outdoors because they're inside all the time. Yeah, the average kid spends forty minutes a week outdoors, no. seventy hours a week in front of a screen. It's crazy. So, and a hunting game on the computer is not the same. No. Now, if you're going to play a game, you should be playing a hunting game. But anyway, we just want to shout out to the pastors and to everybody getting ready for church and mm-hmm. doing all those kind of things. You were talking about, we talked a little bit about that you want to shoot a turkey mm-hmm. and you want to cook it in your Dutch oven. Right. And that was a pretty good video last night. That old boy that was, yeah. Um, I didn't rec- I didn't realize when he cracked the the he cracked open the, the chest tur- plate right. or whatever so it would lay flatter right and i have but i did the- love what i did love was that he took uh he took bacon what did he on the bottom of so the so he cut up a granny smith apple cuz you have to lift the turkey up off the yeah, bottom you don't of want the it dutch oven to, yeah right so he cut up the apple slices but then he put bacon some people put onion but you can put bacon over it of course bacon and then what you're talking about is called spatchcocking is what it's called and it's basically it's a term that they use you take shears and you cut the backbone of the turkey so instead of it being 
you know, rounded, up, up lays right. flat. It lays flat. And I, I actually am going to try it this year um, and see, you know, how that works. But um, and then the other thing I saw, too, I think I told you last week is you can I saw a cooking on a cooking channel as they cut out the wishbone out of the back of the turkey before carving it, after cooking it, but before carving it. And you pull that wishbone out, and so you can get straight down to the breast of, you know, so you're always, like, mangling it sometimes when you're trying to get, you know, cut too close. That is a man, that is a man job. Okay, well, you so, can absolutely do it. We do the best we yeah. We are highly skilled. But I would love to do another Thanksgiving like that where we are out. I mean, I love doing our Thanksgiving like we do. But that one year we were in Poteet. We were camping and we cooked the turkey in the Dutch oven. I had no I clue love, what I was doing. You are I, looking more lovely this morning <laughs> than. Um, well, I, and I liked the thing about that guy, the way he was doing it, though, is. He did it kind of like a luau. He took he took some post hole diggers and he dug a big hole. Right. And he put coals in the bottom. Then he put the Dutch oven in. Then he covered it with more coals. Then he covered that with, with dirt. dirt. And then left. And it he left it for two and a half hours, just almost baking. Right. In the Dutch oven. Right. Yeah. Which was. It takes about three hours to do a turkey either way. But yeah, his. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you always put the oh, little thermometer in there. Oh, and the other thing that he did, which was really interesting, was he took um, chicken broth. Yeah, And he you put have about an that. inch and a half or two inches of chicken broth in there so it wouldn't right. dry out. You so do that either way, in. whether you're doing that over the coals or how he did it. That one was really interesting. It like reminded me of how maybe the Indians did it, <clears throat> you know, digging a hole and burying it or whatever. But I don't think I'd go that far. But um, hey, I'll dig that hole in the backyard if you're going to put that crock pot with or that Dutch oven, Dutch oven with turkey and bacon in there. Something about that cast iron, too, just the flavors just get trapped in there. And then after you take the turkey out, then you can do your stuffing, your green beans. It's just a really cool, different way. And I can tell you, I think I don't I don't know about our kids, but I remember that um, that Thanksgiving very much. Do I remember you know, the same old Thanksgiving's doing it the same way all the time. Probably not, but something different like that, you know, to do with your family at Thanksgiving would be, you know, building memories and teaching them something new, too. Yeah, would that blow them away? Yeah. If you said, hey, we're going to the we're going to the park and we're going to camp out for Thanksgiving and we're going to cook everything outside. We're spending Thanksgiving in the park. Okay. Y'all heard it. No, if you're listening. So good. <laughs> so, uh, it reminds me of, we were talking about kids outdoor zone, the mm -hmm. outdoor ministry for, uh, men in churches. And I had a buddy of mine, Rick McGee mm -hmm. said that one of his mentors told him, he said, you know, few boys, will remember their Sunday school class. Right. But most boys will remember their KOZ Saturdays Absolutely. with the men, the lessons they learned, the values and the scripture and the things they learned and the, with their men on that KOZ Saturday. And they won't remember a Sunday school class, but they'll remember their KOZ Saturdays. Right, and anytime a man can speak into a boy's <clears throat> life, I mean, us moms try, you know, we do the best that we can, but there is nothing uh, more uh, wonderful than a boy hearing you have what it takes. You've, 
you've got this, you're good, you're all those things that they want to hear that make them come alive and, 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 and believe in themselves. So as a mom, um, and you deal with a lot of single moms out there, you were just with 40 of them mm-hmm. or they weren't all single moms, but you were with 40 women who um, many of them expressed gratitude towards uh, just the KOC program and men speaking into their lives. Right. Well, not even just the ones. I mean, even we had some women that stood up and talked about their husbands and what the program has done uh, for them, uh, re-leading their family, getting that confidence that they could do that. And it's just a beautiful sharing time to hear about that. But uh, and, and it benefits us because if your men are, uh, you know, walking in uh, how they were designed and and confident, not cocky, but confident in themselves. I mean, that's, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Directly from the queen. Uh, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Hey, when we come back on the flip side, we've got our PETA report, and we're going to dig a little bit more into the whole burger wars and what's going on with that. Uh, the health issue, uh, Either deer meat or veggie burger. Which is better for you? You'll get that information on the flip side. It's the only place you get that information live in the bunkhouse every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. It's the Texas Sports Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Wow. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. An opening weekend of rifle season here in the state of Texas, and just got I'm TJ Graney, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak are in the field. Yesterday, I got a text from Beefsteak with two hogs down. I just got a text from Cody Ryan, and I'm not sure if it was him or Nicole, uh, my beautiful daughter-in-law, but there is a giant black buck on the ground. Oh, and that's the best meat, isn't it? I mean... They're out in Rock Springs area where you just don't ever really know what's going to walk by. But holy moly, that is a mature, beautiful, gorgeous. We'll get that over on the Outdoor Zone Facebook page. Yeah, i say he should share it on the Facebook page. Some say it's all about the destination. Some say it's all about good friends. But you know what turns those road trips and vacations into memories? It's the drive. So get where you're going in a Honda right now with very affordable pricing on every new 2019 Honda Accord, a 2019 car and driver's 10 best for the 33rd time. Never leave safety behind with Honda Sensing, our suite and safety and driver-assisted features like road departure mitigation, adaptive cruise control, and collision mitigation. It's safety that you can see and feel working. So if you're envious, don't be. Save at one of your Central Texas Honda dealers today for a great deal on a Honda Accord and start making memories that will last forever. Get where you're going in a Honda. Now for your PETA report. (laughs) 
They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Anyone who food shops or eats out even occasionally has likely noticed the influx of plant-based meat alternatives on the market. From Burger King's Impossible Whopper and Dunkin' Donuts Beyond Sausage Sandwich to the vast array of vegan meat imitators filling supermarket aisles across the country. But the anti-meat folks are getting a bit of their own. What's hiding in your plant-based meat? Asked a full-page ad in the New York Times on Monday about the ultra-processed imitations filled with mysterious ingredients. To which Impossible Food shot back, the Impossible Burger has none of the noxious slaughterhouse contaminants that can be found in almost all ground beef from cows. Call it the all-out battle of the burger. With vegan food surging into the mainstream, the U.S. plant-based food space grew 11% between 2018 and 2019 to $4.5 billion. Excuse me. It's getting me choked up. (laughs) We used to fly under the radar, but it doesn't happen that way anymore. Uh, A psychologist and activist and author of books, including Why We Love Dogs, Eat Pigs, and Wear Cows, tells Yahoo lifestyle vegan activist and meat industry specialist. So I'm not surprised when social movement gets strong enough to really challenge the power of the dominant system. The system fights back, and one strategy is to discredit beliefs and practices and everything that represents this change. Oh, my goodness gracious. So there are some questions out there on the quality and the health of the vegan products. Yeah, it's just like anything. You take out sugar and you're going to be it's going to be filled with something else. You take out carbohydrates and it's going to be filled with something else. It's bad for you. I mean, it's just which one is the lesser of. When comparing the Beef Whopper to its impossible version, the two are pretty equal on calories, 270 versus 240. Saturated fat, 8 grams each. Protein, 20 grams versus 19 grams. The meat version containing more cholesterol, 80 milligrams, compared to impossible zero. And less dietary fiber, Zero compared to impossible three grams, but the vegan patty contains more sodium, 230 milligrams compared to the zero in the beef burger. Hmm. And sodium, for me, it's sodium is just as bad as. Yeah. I mean, salt and sugar are the two things that make the unhealthy food, or, or if you drink diet drinks, then they have all that funkiness and that the deal is you either need to grow a garden right and eat your own foods you know we watched um avocados yeah what was it yesterday it's called (laughs) spoiled is that was it spoiled or rotten rotten yeah was it rotten (laughs) on netflix about avocados so cody had been saying I'm going to be an avocado farmer. I'm going to be an avocado farmer. And don't tell anybody because the 
Uh, I don't think you could do it here in Texas. No, you couldn't. Yeah. He's just talking. Oh, okay. But saying, he, he said he didn't want Chihuahua, the cartel. Mexico, he or? didn't want the cartel to find out he was going to start raising <laughs> avocados. And we watched that and just the meat industry and just the, the veggie industry and the avocado industry and just different stuff like that. It was really interesting. It was very interesting. I'll never eat an <clears> avocado <throat> again and look at it the same way. You'll always know where a Haas Hass. Hass avocado came from. I know. From. I always said Haas, but it's pronounced Hass after the guy. Mr. Hass. Mr. Hass. Who invented it from one tree in his yard. And now 80% of all avocados are Hass avocados. Mm-hmm. And people die all oh, the time. Over the avocado industry. Yeah. Yeah. It's the cartel. <laughs> no, it is a cartel that it got into yeah. the whole. You're eating if you eat avocados, you're eating the blood v- vegetable, blood fruit. It's interesting if you haven't seen it, watch it. It's a Netflix deal. If you're an avocado farmer, you probably need a good collection of firearms. Everybody should, uh, and we support our firearm habit at our local gun shop the mcbride's gun shop mcbride's guns family owned and operated local full service firearm dealer they have a gunsmith on staff to help you adjust repair and modify your firearms if you're looking for your personal carrier referral for a class one place mcbride's guns you'll find mcbride's in the same place they've been for years the corner of 30th and lamar you can call them at 472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com mcbride's guns is your hometown gun shop. So uh, we were talking about um, deer hunting. It's opening weekend of deer hunting. We Mm -hmm. were talking about you want to go out and harvest a turkey this year. You're not big on shooting any deer. You love the freezer full of deer. Yeah, it's just not my gig. It's not your gear. That's okay. Um, We do have a favorite butcher that we go to we go to johnny, johnny g's, g's and on manchac road and uh we we've gone to grover over there he's processed our deer meat for years and years and years we typically get ground meat and bacon wrap steaks mm-hmm. and sausage. some jerky breakfast and smoked sausage. sausage and breakfast sausage and breakfast right sausage, yeah. um <clears throat> and our freezer is typically full of those um now now the thing about the thing about making sure you know and i and i know the experienced hunters out there are gonna know this already but what you take to the butcher is what he prepares and gives you back and there's two different butchers out there there's the guys who just you bring in 80 pounds of burger you're getting 80 pounds of burger it may not be your deer oh kind of like uh ashes when you uh when you die and you put um what is that <laughs> when you, get, when you cremated. get cremated you don't necessarily get your ashes i don't know about people but i know dogs they ask you you pay more if you only want your dog's ashes otherwise so it's they just, just put ashes. six seven of them in there and just that's what i understand and the, but so with the deer i mean i i want to know i'm getting what i i you know harvested. and that is i am so particular about keeping mine clean and i don't know that everybody is i don't want i i am very particular about it and so one of the things that i think you get from grover a smaller 
facility at, at Johnny G's is you, you're, it's your deer. Right. And they're going to tag it and they're going to run it through the processing with your name on it. Right. Yeah. And it makes a huge difference uh, yeah, to me. Absolutely. Yeah. Knowing that you kept it cold and at the right temperature and that it wasn't some. You washed it down real janky good. Janky looking deer that was maybe messed up and. <laughs> janky. Uh, so you and you made you took our last um, pound of deer meat, ground deer meat, Made and chili. mixed it with a package of his smoked sausage mm-hmm. and made chili mm-hmm. the other night. That yeah. was good. That was good. And cornbread. But I think a lot of women maybe just don't understand how. I mean, just because it doesn't have a barcode on it, and uh, maybe not. Uh, you know, is different. They think that they can't cook it. I mean, that was my fear. Like, how do I cook this stuff? You know, so research and and do some, do your research on uh, how to cook wild game. Well, okay. you're you're huge on you know trying to eat healthy and eating the right foods. And I mean, what do you think? I mean, you're seeing me bring it in in an ice chest straight out of the field. Well, I don't know. It used to freak me out, but. Uh, yeah, now it doesn't, now it doesn't just because it tastes cleaner. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's just different, but, um, I trust it. I trust the process. Austin's hottest new restaurant, the Shore Raw and Bar and Grill. Our amazing friends at Shore serving up regional coastal cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They have a fantastic pet-friendly patio, live music on select nights, open for lunch and dinner every day, and a killer brunch on Saturday and Sunday. Half-priced bottles of wine starting at 5 o'clock on Mondays, and don't miss the fabulous desserts. Our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Shore Raw Bar and Grill, located at, on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyan Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go to shoreatx.com. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back on the flip side, we got more. Only one place, live in the bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. So, but it can buy me a boat. This is T. Roy Broussard listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But I could change all that if I had a couple million dollars. I keep hearing that money is the root of all evil, and you can't fit a camel through the eye of a needle. I'm sure that's probably true. But it still sounds pretty cool Cause it could buy me a boat all right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Our tree country, whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail bear, or game around the world, our tree country is the place to get 
all your gear. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day. Archery Country has Austin's only full-size range. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. Or get all the information at austinarcherycountry.com, austinarcherycountry.com. See, now it's time for your PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report, because we love animals too. They taste great. You know, we're going to do... Something a little bit different. This is in honor of PETA. Okay. We're going to talk about the statistics from National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, which I'm a life member of, by the way. We're just going to talk about all our buddies out there, all our guys and gals, all our friends out there that are hunters, and just run through some of the facts about hunting in our world, in our community. There are roughly 20 million hunters in the United States, which is more than the population of most states. Mm-hmm. 20 million people are out there either bird hunting or dove hunting or deer hunting this morning in the Lone Star State. Right. Michigan, Iowa, Oklahoma. I got tons of text yesterday and emails from men who used the KOZ program and mentored some boys in a deer stand somewhere and they had dead deer on the ground. Oh, yeah. They're, it's all over our Facebook page. I mean, it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. We want to get Road Rash out there to kill some deer, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, he heard that. Yeah, he did. Uh, hunters spend $40 billion annually by purchasing licensed gear, paying for gas, buying dinner, etc. This supports... 700,000 jobs in the U.S. That's a lot of jobs. That's a big industry. That's a lot of $40 billion. And that you got to think, okay, $40 billion. You got people working in factories or sales, factories making the fishing poles. Then they got to ship them. Mm -hmm. Then they got to get them into some distribution center. Then they got to get them from there into the store, from the store into your hands. In your hands, you drive and you buy gas and you buy bait and you buy a boat. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's a bunch. That one fishing rod creates a huge flow of income. Right. Or just, the, and then for the shooting part, same <clears throat> thing, you know, the. But it says hunters generate nearly $800 million a year through license and permit sales alone, which go directly to state wildlife agencies and preserve wildlife and their habitat. In addition, hunting and conservation groups contribute $440 million in annual donations every year. So one of the things that we were going to do, maybe we'll do it next, year, uh, next week, is we were going to talk about the anti-groups, mm-hmm. PETA and the other uh, – uh, humane society and those folks that are against hunting and fishing right and against your right to hunt and fish and the amount of money that they have 
income oh, that they have. It seems endless. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And how much conservation do they do? Right. How much money does PETA put towards or Humane Society or any of those organizations, the, the Animal Liberation Front, any of those folks, but they think- spend more of it on programs like marching around, dropping banners from buildings and stuff, then they do buying dirt, redoing, re, removing the non-native vegetation and creating areas for wildlife to thrive. Right. Well, uh, uh, with anything, again, I think it's educating what conservation is, or if you don't know, go and research before you talk out of your backside and not know what you're talking about, because... That was really good. um, Because if you don't know how conservation... I mean, I know before I used to say, how can you say you're conserving wildlife when you're shooting them, too? Well, go figure that out. Don't just say it and not know what you're talking about. Everyday hunters contribute $8 million to conservation. A year, sportsmen and women are the t- largest contributors to conservation, bar none. So, if we buy firearms or we buy fishing lures, the tax, a part of that tax, goes straight into conservation, keeping the lakes, the parks, the national parks in shape. Right. And does PETA or any of those groups give to parklands and things like that? I mean. Excise taxes on firearms and ammunition raise $371 million annually for wildlife restoration. So the Wild Turkey Federation took the bad, the, uh, the bad habits that we had in the previous century and where turkeys and, and wild animals, uh, and, and the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation as well. Both of them have restored native habitat and the the uh, turkey and the elk back into and white-tailed deer, and there's more now in their native homelands than ever before. Matter of fact, those guys are working themselves out of a job, mm. working themselves out of a job because there's more turkey now where they used to be, and more elk where they used to be than ever before. More whitetail than ever before well and you know what gets me on here i just noticed it says hunting provides access to organics and nutritious meats uh, which many will tell you is much better than anything at the supermarket and so maybe educating especially this uh you know the younger groups that are coming in that are very organic um you know this is you know exactly where your meat is coming from Hunters pay $12 billion in taxes annually, which funnel into local parks, roads, libraries, etc. Hunters provi- provide on-the-ground support for habitat preservation efforts and often serve as watchdogs for vulnerable species in North America. If species start or if species start are doing poorly, hunters will be there first, be first to speak up. Hunters donate millions of meals to charity every year through organizations like Hunters for the Hungry. Yeah, Hunters for the Hungry. Um, I'd love to talk about this one, that hunters love and respect wildlife. Is that, I mean, that is so true. And people think that if you hunt and that you hate animals, it's absurd. You hunt. We have dogs. We have, we've had all kinds of animals and we love animals, but we 
also respect love them. Love to eat them and, as well. Right. Well, I mean, that's why they're here on the earth. It was to feed us. You Everyone. Know? Sorry. I'll get, no, no, I'll no, get no. off my soapbox. But. No, you stay right on that soapbox. But I want everybody to know about Sun Automotive. Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do and want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repair. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. Sun Auto Service locations to mention are 405 West Slaughter Lane. That's our family location. 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park. 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown Lakeway. At 1206 Ranch Road 620, sunautoservice.com for details, sunautoservice.com for details. Okay, and then one of them, hunting teaches responsible gun ownership. Again, people freak out that if you've got, take, you know, a seven or an eight-year-old hunting, that they're they are going to be killers or something because they've touched a gun. That is absolutely absurd and Absolutely how many how many opposite. boys have you seen come through your house being mentored by us? Right. That are still coming to your house right in your refrigerator. Right. And then but they learn the respect of a firearm and the power of a firearm and it's an, and they they when they grow up with that it's um it's not something that they are I mean they know the power of it so they're not going to just pick it up and look at it and shoot themselves or shoot somebody else. Hunting accidents are very rare. More Americans are killed in accidents involving vending machines than hunting. I don't know of anybody killed by a vending machine. Well, you know, when you stick your arm up in there and you're trying to get that. And then you just pull your arm off and, and trying bleed, to get it out. To death. <laughs> Spurting everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Many species have, may have already become extinct if not for hunting and conservation groups. In 1907, there were less than 41,000 elk in North America. Now there are more than a million. Likewise, only 100,000 wild turkey remained in the early 20th century, but today there are more than 7 million running around the continent. I tell you, uh, there's going to be six million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. You know who I? I tell you, I'd love to get Morgan Sharp from the Warren Wildlife Gallery up here sometime to talk about conservation efforts to the women because she made me understand it so well, and it blew right. my mind. I'd it's love a- to have her on. Bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands off new Ram trucks now. Maxwell Supercenter. They have dip, deep discounts on everything in their inventory, like the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the 2019 Ram 1500. Better performance, more efficiency, new technology, 100 safety features, and if you like to travel or spend the day at the ranch, this truck is perfect for you. It can tow more than 12,500 pounds and has a ton of storage space as well. Super center size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. All right, we'll take a break and come back on the flip side with a little bit more of the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse.
I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bass. Down by the lakeside, just off the ramp, all them people sleeping in their fishing camps. Some out in the pup tents. All right, welcome back. Us guys here in the bunkhouse, we don't give in to the anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. You regulators are the ranch hand to keep ranch hands that keep us informed by riding the trail with us all week long. Let us know what's going on at theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. Uh, we hit you with two Peter reports this week. We just realized that, but man. Hey, you know what I was we thinking? We had a bunch. I was thinking that people that are out there uh, this weekend, they should go and can they post their pictures on the Facebook or share it with you guys on what they yeah, harvested tag us this weekend? Or, yeah, put it on our Facebook page. We'd love to see what you guys are yeah, that would be really Smacking cool. And there. like pick a winner and give them something like, you know, I don't know. But it'd be cool for them to share. Uh, everybody likes to share, you know, their photos of their deer. Well, we love to see it. And so far, I've seen beefsteaks. I've seen Cody Ryan's. I've seen a couple of our friends doing that do KOZ with boys around mm-hmm. Texas in the country. Send some, see some women out there with their pictures yeah. of their deer, you know? Yeah. I'd love to see some. Uh, or maybe even share their recipes, you know, of when their husbands bring. Sorry, uh, Cody's going to kill me that I just said that. Oh, my God. You didn't hear that, Cody. Well, you know, <clears throat> there is so much. Deer meat is so healthy. There's so much that you can do um, with uh, and I, I, our biggest problem is I think we get stuck in, you know, okay, we got a roast in the crock pot. Okay, we got bacon wrapped steaks. And I know, I mean. It, That's what I mean. It's well, not I want terrible, some recipes. But, I don't venture out very much on that stuff. It'd be fun to have a cooking class, too. Like, I know Brandon Ryder, who is a Texas musician. Man, I mean, he cooks some. He, he uses a lot of what he harvests, you know, and he actually... I, I'm going to share one because he sent me one the other day of what he cooked up. Brandon did? Yeah. Didn't we go to a cooking class? We did. We did. Like, wasn't it, so he was it Central Market it? or? Yeah, it was years ago. I keep telling him he needs to open something or, you know, ha- because he's a f- phenomenal cook and singer. Uh, but that would be really cool to have a. Well, I know that there's a couple of places around where they do, you know, and it's really kind of, it's kind of like all the rage right now to do farm to table table. yeah Mm -hmm. and you know there's people killing deer and then they show you how to butcher it or a hog or you know an axis or some kind of wildlife and how to get it to the table and right well i don't know that they really show you they invite you to come well i think some of it you some of it no they some of it you go out and actually kill aren't we going to one spence collins has coming up where it's at capital seafood where 
They're going to have Jack from Jack Allen's Kitchen. Yep. And We're going to have more on that next week okay. on the show. And you can go to our Facebook page as well and always hear about what's going on in the outdoors through our Facebook page. If you've got an activity going on in the outdoors, uh, we want to make sure that you yeah. share that with us. Have you got a quote or your favorite scripture or something special that you want to leave with everybody the ladies out there in the okay you're catching me off guard so i'm going to go to my favorite which is ephesians 6 13 through 20 and it's putting on the full armor of god and i would say absolutely do that uh pray that over yourself over your family before you head out to hunting you know just making sure that you're protected and and uh, so, yeah, you kind of caught me off guard there. But Beautiful. Uh, Proverbs thirteen twenty. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be experience harm. Mm. So, folks, this week we want to encourage you to get the kids off the couch. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds, the trees. Heck, take them hunting. Take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. I want to encourage you, too, if you're a guy out there and you want to start a hunting, fishing, outdoor ministry in your church, or if you need a speaker at your church for the next men's meeting or yeah, men's group, you're good at that. Feel free to invite us. We're at the uh, kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. We speak at groups all over the country, and we'd love to come speak to your group. Uh, thanks, hey, thanks for letting me come today. It was fun. Thank you for coming. You did an excellent job. You could probably take over and no, do. No, don't say that. No, Cody women's, Ryan. Is women's the best. outdoors. Cody Ryan and Beefsteak are your are your guys. Man, they're awesome. Road Rash, thank you for all you do, buddy. You're the man. And uh, God bless, folks. We just uh, want to encourage you get outside. It's opening weekend of deer season, rifle season here in Texas. Or just get out and enjoy the the birds and the trees and the... Go for a walk. Yeah. Anyway, get outside. Get those kids outside. Uh, find us at kidsoutdoorzone.com or the Outdoor Zone website. God bless. Uh, I guess that's it. Regulators, let's mount up. And he's taught him to be a businessman. me pictures of the Broadway nights and I'd send him some homemade wine but he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife for 43 dollars my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old 45 Cause a country boy can survive Country folks can survive Cause you can't stop us out and you can't make us run But with them old boys raised on shotgun We say grace and we say man And you ain't into that We don't give a damn We're from North California and South Alabama And little towns all around this land We can skin a buck and run a trot line And a country boy can survive Country folks can survive